Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Pizzagano. Chris, our sponsor, the media captain, records a weekly podcast. So after you get your Giants fix from listening to the Giant Insider Podcast, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast. Buddy, this was the, uh, what, the last OTAs that you had access to. And yeah. from what I read on Twitter, um, Daniel Jones is going to be the starting quarterback. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you brought... I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, buddy. I'm glad you brought that up because let's <laughs> clarify something right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pat Shermer did not say it's an open competition. He did not say it's Jones's job. You know, if he outplays Eli, um, I don't. I already saw. I didn't even leave the field house and get back to the media room. And I was already reading on Twitter about how it's an open competition, and whoever plays better is going to win the job. Not the case, Jerry. It's Eli Manning's job. Sherman said it about four times. Yeah, I, I don't listen to the other guys, Chris. Obviously, I'm looking at yours. And right. then I see everybody else tweeting, and I'm just like, wow, that's really different from what Chris just right. literally wrote what Shermer said and then right. interpreted it because I'm sitting there going, I kind of interpreted it the same way Chris did. Right. Um, it's Eli Manning's job, and all Pat Shermer was saying is that he wants to get Jones up to, I should say, not up to date, but he wants to get him up to game condition yeah, up to where speed. if he yeah. Yeah. up to speed. Yep. Yeah game condition, if he has game prepared, if he has to play, that he's good to go. Now, you never said he's guaranteed the backup quarterback, okay? He didn't say um, if he plays mediocre and Jones looks great in training camp, he's going to win the job. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. You know, the people are asking, like, the same question of five different versions. Mm-hmm. And Shermer was kind of like, well, what don't you get? Like, you know, and he's going back. Instead of Shermer just saying, guys – Eli's a starter, and Jones, we want Jones to be up to speed in case he's got to go. Um, he kind of like was going back and forth to the press in a good way. He wasn't being malicious, Sharma, but he was trying to explain himself. And the more he was trying to explain himself, the deeper he was getting. Do you get the sense? <laughs> do you get the sense that Sharma just has the attitude like, guys, I could literally say whatever I feel, but you you write it and interpret it the way you want. Like almost like yeah. Here's here's what I'm saying. Have at it. I don't really care what the hell you guys yeah. write. Well, he should have that attitude, Jerry. And yeah. instead he tries to explain himself to make sure that everybody understands what he's saying. And sometimes when he does that, yeah, he kind of twists himself a little bit and then people are like, Well, what do you mean? I mean he's you know, instead of just being like a bell check and say, guys, uh that's it. Eli just thought uh next question, you know? He he he's a nice listen, Jerry. Sure Sherm is a good dude. Yeah, um, he, he's a nice guy, man. He he doesn't want to come across as a as a wise guy. He tries to always, you know, clarify everything he says, and sometimes he gets himself a little trouble. But trust me on this, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning is the starting quarterback in September. Daniel Jones is going to have to work hard to be the number two. They want to get this kid up to speed, as you just said. Where if something happens to Eli. Um, early in the season, Jones could play, that he's ready to go. That's where we're at right now. It is not an open competition, okay? Um, 
It's not like Eli could be okay and Jones really plays well against New England in the fourth game of the year, preseason game of the year. Oh, well, what's going to happen now? It's Eli's job, and then we'll see what happens as the season progresses. I hope I clarified that, Jerry, because that's the way it is. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, you've been right on all this stuff. Like, you know, even last year when you're talking about Odell, you're talking about Landon Collins, you know, your take has always been players love these guys, coaches love these guys. Now, what Gettleman thinks of him is anyone's guess because he, you know, he's kind of um, keeps everything close to the vest. But even with, um, you know, with Odell last year, you're like, guys, you know, I don't think he's going anywhere during the season. The players love him. And I think you're right here, too. And it's based on this one's a little easier because it's actually what Shermer's saying. And I'm reading the Mm -hmm. transcripts that you wrote and I'm thinking the same thing. Like, well, yeah, Eli's the starter now, Mm -hmm. but Daniel Jones has to be ready. I mean. Daniel Jones is the number six pick overall. His time's going to come probably sooner than later. But right. Eli's the starter, and that's that. There's no – he didn't leave anything open. It was just this is what it is, you know? So Yeah, I just saw Kim Jones on NFL Network. So yeah, it looks like there's going to be a competition for the starting job. I'm like, I wanted to – Kim wasn't even there today. She's just going with what she heard. So if, want, I, so if I went on the NFL Network, I could be a source. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, want, I, I really, like, I was wondering what the hell, like, they, and Kim Jones going on about, yeah, Pat Shermer kind of left the door open for open. Like, it's, it's absolutely not true. There's no door open. Eli's a starting quarterback. I think Shermer said that about four times in a press conference today, right? Yeah, they. If you if, if you look at it, I don't know if you looked at it yet, Jerry. He said it like four times. No, I did, and they they it seems like certain people want to create stuff. I don't know. I, I actually, yeah, you know what I mean. Is, this is what happens when you have a franchise, future franchise, you know, trying to take over. We all, everybody understands that, but it actually got it just continued on and on that I actually asked a question totally opposite of everything we we're talking about. Yeah, and it looked like Sherman, like the weight was lifted off him. He actually looked at me, and Sherman goes, "Oh, a train camp question. Nice." Yeah, that's so funny, man. It's almost like, well, thank God Chris is here to ask these questions. And I actually saw Sherman afterwards. I was talking to him on his side. I said, hey, uh, no charge for the life for the life vest on that one. And he started laughing his, you know, water off. Oh, that's great. Because you know what? I, I guess I guess he kind of sensed what I was doing. Like, all right, let's 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 get Sherman out of this quick. Uh, let's talk about a scrimmage or something like that. If you hear it in a presser, Jerry, if you hear it, like you just hear me say, like, I don't know where. Any scrimmages in a, pre- in a training camp, you know? Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I can't wait till the day that Pat Hanlon, when he doesn't like the line of questioning, goes, uh, I think uh, Chris has a question from Giant Insider. <laughs> well, I actually talked to Pat Hanlon later on, too, but we're going to have to talk about that one on the side, me and you, bud. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. I, I, sometimes not, so- I will not leak it. Sorry, folks. Sometimes, sorry about that, folks. Sometimes it's just, me and Jerry got to discuss things, and that's and I'm sorry, but it's nothing personal. But that you know, it's pretty funny, though. Good stuff. So, how did they? Uh, how the quarterbacks look? I guess we'll just start there. Listen, it was really windy today, Jerry. Yeah. Um. Um. And so, the, you know, the the, the go routes, you know, it was a little tough at times. The outside routes, outside the number routes, but I, you know, listen, I, I thought Jones looked pretty good again. Eli looked alright. Right? You know, uh, nothing discouraging. You know, nothing discouraging. Now, um, Letta threw a nice one. You said, "Well, Letta actually threw, a, yeah, in the yeah in the wind, actually threw a nice ball that I believe was dropped, if I remember right, by a Coleman. I think it was. I think he actually dropped yep. one. Yeah, yeah. So your tweet. getting some work in. Corey Ballantin's getting more work in as you know as a corner. Um, he's getting more reps in. Um, Slayton was with you know took some reps with the ones today, Jerry. 
You know? Yeah, Chris, so would it surprise you based on the improvement that Slayton has shown mm. if he overtakes Coleman for that third spot? No. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. If he has a strong camp yeah. catch, and he catches the ball, it would not surprise me to see him as that third receiver. Now, is no, he still continuing to catch it better and improve? Yes. Better? Yes. I haven't seen him drop any balls. Nice. You know, I haven't seen him. He seems to be really improving. Uh, listen, Jerry, they got some confidence in the kid because he's back there returning punts, too. Yeah. So they don't really look at him as a kid that they totally do not trust with his hands because there's no way, you know, they're going to be having work with. Now, whether or not that continues, we'll see now in training camp. But he is back there again in the punt returning unit. Yeah, that kid so. runs a 4-3. It'd be nice to get the ball in his uh, hands, huh? Dude, he is fast, real fast. And he seems to be running pretty decent routes. I'm watching him run some routes, you know. Yeah. It's not just, you know, Jerry, it's not just, okay, Darius, you know, just do go. That's going to be your route tree. And we'll try to wing it up there and you go get it. You know, it's not that. You know, he's coming back. He's doing some dig routes. And so um, he seems, you know, Sherman did talk about that, that they had to expand his route, you know, his routes, his route tree, as they call it. And he does seem to be taking it in, man. And the kid seems to be learning. And um, it's he's going to be one intriguing player in his camp because he's like, like we just said, he's a kid that could win a job, you know. Now, so. and based on your other tweets, it said the Giants are employing more uh, wide receiver screens. Is that mm. primarily to him, to Tate, to all of them? And, well, and by yeah. the way, we haven't seen a good one since Manningham was here. So it's been a while since we saw a good yeah. one. Well, screen. Yeah, well, you're going to see it because that's a big part of Golden Tate's game. Yeah, You know, uh, he had a couple of years, 100 catches, 109, I think, one year, 90-some another year. But a lot of that, I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, I'm not despising he's, he did, but, but a lot of that was a lot of receiver screens, yeah. a lot of balls around the line of scrimmage, you know with Tate when he was with uh, Matthew Stafford over there in Detroit, you know? Um, but you see some of it here and that's going to be a part of the offense. You know, it's going to be a part of the offense, you know, especially when you got a right tackle or what could be Remmers and you got Zeitler kicking out, you know, on these little smoke screens and you got a Shep and you got, you know, somebody like that out in front of you. So it, I put it on Twitter today and expect to see that during the year. Now, now you had Slate or you, you tweeted rather, Slate and Shepard, Tate, Coleman, all returning punts. Yes. I, I know it's hard to tell now, Chris, but anyone look better than the other? Anyone catch it? Who who catches the um, cleanest? I mean, you know, who ha who would have the edge there in um in getting that and winning that job? Who do you think? Um, and again, you know, I, that could change on a dime in the yeah. camp, but Yeah. I didn't even put Peppers. Peppers wasn't even back there today. Um That's good. But that's, that's, Tate yeah. That I would say right now, the the surest hands is yeah. Tate. Yeah. Um, I guess Coleman, the guy who could do some damage, is probably you know, uh, well Jerry, the guy who could do some damage. I want to see. I hope they stick with it. Let's see. If, is you know, because of his speed, it's gonna be Slayton. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that doesn't mean he's a good punt returner. Yeah. That we're gonna have to see. Shep is a guy who intrigues you, you know, because he could do some things with the ball too. But uh, right now, you kind of you know, nobody's returning anything, Jerry. So right now, you kind of look at the surest hands, and that. That has to go to Golden Tate right now. Yeah, I would say un unless someone is absolutely spectacular at returning punts, I don't want Shepard doing it. I don't want Sterling Shepard risking an injury. Like, right. if, if Sterling Shepard was as good at it as, like, Devin Hester or Deion Sanders, that's one thing. Right. Or, or even Odell, who was was good at it for a while. Uh, you know, I, I kind of want to keep Shepard. And even, I don't know about Peppers either. I know returning punts is a hell of a lot different than returning kickoffs. But... Unless they are absolutely spectacular at it, it's like, well, let's leave these guys alone. Let's not have them back there. I like to see, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, Slayton maybe and, and Coleman as long as they're short-handed yeah. enough. So, 
But, you know, McGahey, special teams coach McGahey, you know, he, he talked about it. It's going to depend on the situation. Yeah. Now, if you're going to return a point where you know you've got some space where you could return it, you might have one guy, right? Yeah. And then you're going to have, you know, if the other team's punted on their 40, yeah, it's tape. You, you want the shorthanded guy, yep. right? Because yep. chances are it's either going to bounce or you're going to have a fair catch, right? Yeah, yeah good point. So McGahey did talk about that. Different situations, you're going to see different guys. And you saw a little bit last year, man. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Chris, yeah, it sounds like you're breaking up a little bit, bud. I don't know if it's. Uh... Yeah, Chris, uh, I think we lost you, bud. Um, call back in if you don't mind. Hang up and call back if you can. Um, all right, so while we're sitting here, um, I have to call out someone on, um, on iTunes, uh, who gave us a rating and kind of, uh, went after me a little bit. I don't know why. Um, the checker dog, buddy, you gave us a four and, and claimed, uh, ageism. And I don't know why you did that. You said, Hey Jerry, what's with the ageism comment? All five of us over 70 listening to you. Does that mean I shouldn't listen because I'm 75? I think an apology is in order. Checker dog, if that's your name. I'm sure it's uh, some variation of that. No, not at all, bud. I, I was joking around that if you're over 70, I think you've forgotten more Giants knowledge than someone like me knows. So that was that was the, it, that was kind of the the context of that comment. It wasn't like I was, um, you know, making fun of anybody or anything like that. So had nothing to do with uh, with that. But um, yeah, we lost Chris. Hopefully, we get him back. Um, yeah, poor network connection. I don't know, man. All right, bud. You there? Yeah, I'm back. You back? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you now. Sorry about that. So we were going on. I uh, I was talking about it. We got a, a, an an okay rating on iTunes, so I jumped on that real quick. Um, what happened? Yeah, uh, the guy took a uh, took a comment the wrong way that I said. So anyway, so I figured I'd cover that while you were uh, while we were f- figuring out these technical difficulties. And no, folks, mm-hmm. I'm not in Boston again. Um, I'm uh, in. Uh, <laughs> no, in I think this is my end this time. I'm having problems today. Yeah. So, all right. So, sorry. We were on punt returns. I don't know how far you got because uh, I couldn't hear you anymore. But, M- McGahey, go ahead. Go from there, bud. Yeah, just saying about how he likes, you know, in different situations, you know, um, he likes different guys. You know, where a situation where you got some space, you return the pony, might go one guy. Another situation, of course, you know, another team's going to kick him from their 40 or so. You want a guy with the short hands, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what you're going to see. You're going to see different guys in different situations. Like you saw Odell a lot in some situations last year. Yep. So um, we'll see. They'll have to win that. We'll see who they like in that. Coleman's in the mix, too. Besides returning kickoffs, Coleman's in the mix for returning punts. So they'll work that out in training camp, Jerry. Um, as far as uh, are they all returning kicks or is it, or is it you know, any, yeah. same guys kind of doing it the same was thing? Col- uh, not Tate. No, uh, it's Peppers, Coleman. Latimer, uh, they're returning kickoffs. Okay, and not uh, uh, not Shepard either. Then, no, I didn't see Shep on Good. on the kickoff return. Just punt. Excellent, excellent news. That's what you want to hear. Um, so Spencer Pulley with the ones today, or what? Well, they were they were actually going back and forth. It was Pulley, and then they did, then he put Halapio in there. So they were going back and forth. Pulley started off with the ones, and then Halapio got some reps with the ones. Um, no Ingram again today. He still got the hamstring issue. He expects to be back for training camp. He expects to be full. Yeah. Listen, 
you know, and Andrews is an issue with this kid, right? Yeah, it's getting frustrating. Yeah, it's getting a little frustrating now. So you know, we're, we're hoping he has a 16-game schedule. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what you want out of him because I expect big things out of him. I really don't. Uh, but you have to be on the field to produce, right? So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, this kid's got to get healthy, man. Yeah, I mean, the Giants are, are deep at tight end, but not no one with the game-breaking ability that Ingram has. He's he's a guy that everyone's relying on to take that next step and, and be that that factor in the offense uh, that can really stretch the field. I mean, we all like Red Ellison. We like Conrad's potential. Um, but, I mean, come on, without Ingram, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, if we didn't have Ingram, let's be honest, we would have drafted a tight end in the first three rounds. So mm-hmm. that's a little uh, little disheartening. Anything, uh, anything happened with the running backs today? Anybody look uh, – no, no, not much. Not much. Uh, Penny got involved a little bit. You know, some passes out of the backfield for Penny. Um, yeah, that's about it. Not much. You know, Gallman did some things, and uh, but not much really going on there. Um, Baker, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, DeAndre Baker was with the ones. Bill was, with, Bill was back yeah. today. Uh, he was with the twos. And Pathea and Peppers, Peppers was back from the tooth. He had a, he had a tooth issue there. He had a pull, uh, pull tooth, uh, tooth pull last week or something. So uh, he was back. And uh, he was hooting and hollering, doing his thing. And uh, the secondary, you know, Love was over there. Love had a strong practice. Not the one I saw today, but, yeah, very strong practice yesterday, Love. He had an interception. He said he was all over the field yesterday. Um, so he's a kid that's coming on. Um, they said Baker got beat by uh, Slayton. Did it, was it was, was he beat badly or was it just uh, an in route? What was it? No, it was just an in route. Baker gave him a little too much room. Yeah. Uh, listen, you got to respect the kid's speed, you know? Yeah, it's a tough one to root for when you read that tweet. You're like, good. But bad. Like, I don't, you know, you never know who to be yeah, happy for. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it looked like Slate was going to go on a go, and he, you know, and he came back in, you know, doing it in. And you have to respect the, the guy's speed. The guy's fast, man. So Baker gave him a little too much room. That's all stuff they'll work on. Nice little route by Slate and a good throw by Eli, you know. So when Beal's um, with the twos, who else is with him? Um, Today it was – actually had Bealy oh, – excuse me, Beal – and he actually had Haley on the outside a oh, lot okay. today yeah. with the twos. Um, and then the Ballantyne kid was working his way in. Uh, he was over there, too. You know, so, you know, that's uh, – and Love, you know, Love, too. He was getting in there. So, they're all going to be mixing and match, you know, work the twos, threes, twos, and a little bit with the ones and all that. Um, I would have to say right now that Bill will not be with the ones come training camp. I think it would be Baker. And then they'll battle really? it out. Because a couple weeks ago, you, you thought. Yeah, Bill, and I changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yep, I had Bill. Yeah. Um, now, Baker's ahead of him. No question about it. You Unbelievable. Know? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how quickly it changes, man. And, it, and it, it could change again when they stop putting the pads on, you know? So. Yeah, I don't think Giant fans are too upset by that either. I, I think when you trade up for a guy like uh, Baker, um, mm-hmm. even if you take a, a Beal and a supplemental pick in last year in the third round, I think you're hoping that the first round pick that you traded up for is going to be the guy starting. And again, even if he didn't start this year, uh, you know, he'd probably replace Jenkins in a year or two when, when uh, they decided to part ways with him. And maybe they won't. Maybe they keep Jenkins for a while. I hope they do. I like him. But let's be honest. These guys are all young and were drafted for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, whether he starts now or later, it doesn't matter. But I think if you had to pick one of the two, you're happy, I guess, that you're the first round pick that you traded multiple picks for. Um, is the guy that's kind of winning that job. So, yep, yep. I honestly, Jerry, I think this will be Jenkins' last year. Um, oh, I, right. I, I, yeah, I think the cap's just going to be too much next year, you know, and, and they have enough kids to replace him now, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll see, you know, we'll see, we'll see what Jenkins, you know, 
he looks pretty good so far, and we'll see what kind of year he has. You know, we'll see at, what uh, at safety, it was uh, who they have lined up at starting. Bethea and um, Peppers. Oh, and then you got okay. yeah. Then you got Mike I Thomas. Know, I thought you said he had a, a surgery or something. A, a no, I, I said he, this was his first practice back after he had his tooth uh, uh, removed. Pulled. Okay. Yeah, uh, he was back today and uh, he was dancing, breaking up some things, doing some things, letting the offense know what's up. Yep. And uh, you got Mike Thomas over there. You know, the Sean Chandler kid's been hurt. He's been on the sidelines. Yeah. You know, uh, I hate to see that. I like to see him get in there. So, but he's supposedly ready to go for training camp next month. Yeah, another easy kid yeah. to root for, Chandler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like Grant Haley, Jerry. Yep. Like Grant Haley, you know, who's looked pretty good this offseason, too. So, um, yeah, so listen, it's a lot of depth back there. We talked about the secondary before, man. It's going to be, uh, you know, next month it starts up for real, you know. Hey, Chris, before we go to the rest of the defense, um, just wanted to give a shout out to the House of Hoodies. Uh, the website is www.thehouseofhoodies.com. Use code Giant Insider or Giants Plural Insider. For a 15% discount, when I listened to that last time, it sounded like I said 50. So it's 15% discount on anything you order. <laughs> Obviously, Chris and I believe that the Barkley and Jones jerseys are the best ones, but there's other mm. ones you can order as well. Other hoodies, I should say. Uh, super comfy premium hoodies, perfect way to represent your team when it's cold outside, and the jerseys go under the coats. Again, www.thehouseofhoodies.com, and the Twitter account is at Hoodies. So you tweeted along the defensive line that um, it was Hill, Tomlinson, mm. and uh, and Lawrence. That's what mm-hmm. we expected kind of all along. That's probably how yeah. we play into training camp and into the preseason. How'd, mm-hmm. they, how'd they look today? No, you can't really tell too much. You just tell where they're lining up. Like they line yeah. up all different spots, you know. Um, but I listen, uh, I expect these guys to play well. I was talking to B.J. Hill today, and, and he was talking about how impressive this – Kid Lawrence's, you know, how he's willing to learn and how he could play the one tech, three, the three technique, the five technique, you know, and that's something that Betcha loves, Jerry. You know, he likes to, he likes to move all these guys around. Um, so, you know, you know, talking to BJ Hill today too. I don't want to get too much into the interview with him, but you know, he's another one who expects Lawrence to surprise people with the sack total. Yeah, so what yeah. Chris is referring to is he had an exclusive with B.J. Hill that'll be in the Giant Insider when we print right. in a couple of weeks. So. Right, right. Um, so, you know, not to get too much into it, but he, you know, he said same thing. Watch for this kid and get into the quarterback because he's pretty quick, yeah. you know, for a big, big man. You know, he's pretty quick. So um, that's something, you know, to look forward to. Um, and, and you said I, that the screws are no longer in his foot, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Not, that was a big problem. When he was coming out, that, that was something that one of the reporters raised at the press conference, right. and, and they kind of went after Gettleman for it. But now it seems like he's healthy. Yeah, he's one hundred percent. According to Lawrence, he's one hundred percent. Good. You know, it's actually the best he's felt, Jerry, in a couple of years. According to Lawrence, you know, even even playing you know that good of football in Clemson, he wasn't one hundred percent. You know. Yep. And and he you know he feels that affected his pass rush game. You know, that foot not being 100%. So he says he's good now. He, I, I, I watch him move, Jerry. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be affected by anything, you know? Right. So I was a little a little disturbed. Not, not disturbed, but Nate Solder kind of said he's not quite sure if he's going to be 100% from the beginning, for the beginning of the Yeah, camp. I saw that as well. It's a bummer. Yeah, and he's got a noticeable limp, you know, when I and watch him. And he's someone who takes a while to warm up, right? Like, he, you know, last year, again, yeah. the, the guards didn't help him. And the center being and Jalapio going down early, but man, he 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 took a while to get going. You just hope mm-hmm. that he can hit stride earlier this year. And if he's injured at the tr- start of training camp, that's worrisome. 
Yeah, yeah, I was a little surprised by the answer. He kind of said that, oh, I'm not sure, you know, I'm going to be right. Um, so I was kind of hoping he was going to say, oh, I'm good to go. But he didn't say that. Yeah. And he is walking with a limp, but we all, you know, what are we, five weeks or six weeks away from camp. Yeah. So hopefully he's good because he kind of gets out of the gate slow. Yep. All right. He did it in New England. Yeah. Although he didn't like when I asked him that last year, but you know, he did it in New England before. And um, he did it last year, right? Got yeah. it out of the gate. He didn't, he didn't play too good the first six, seven games and then played real good, right? The last eight, nine games. Yeah. And, and people were still getting on him. And they, they just had the, the impression or the, the vision of him struggling the first few games and said, Nate Zolder's a bust. And it's like, guys, you, you got to give it the whole season. And, and he improved mm-hmm. towards the end. I thought he played very well towards the end of the season. Yeah, he played very well. And this is kind of his MO. You know, uh, he did it in New England and he kind of did it here. For some reason, it seems he seems to get out of the gate a little slow. Um, so, and now, you, like you just said, you don't want to see that injury set him back. Uh, where, oh man, you know what I mean? What, what, what are we going to get from him in the beginning of the year? So, so if he's limping, who's at left tackle? Jerry, it's going to be whoever loses the Remis Wheeler battle. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, who was there today, Jerry? Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's been Mahalik, the whole OTA. Yeah, how's, I mean, obviously a downgrade from Solder, but. Yeah, I and mean, they don't uh, have pads on. It's hard to tell, I guess. It's hard to tell, but I don't like. Listen, I don't trust. I don't. You know, Mahalik is not going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> if for some reason Soul is not ready to go, it'll be Wheeler or Remis. Wow, out there. So you know? hopefully Soul is okay. Because yeah, so. right tackle is different than left tackle. Right. I mean, if Soul if Soul can't for some reason can't go to the beginning of the year, you're going to see probably. You know, wheel of over at left tackle or Remis or right tackle, or the other way, you know, the other way around, you know. Or maybe they can go get Trent Williams, right? Or they get Trent Williams or, or, they, or you know, they get Eric Williams, Eric Flowers back here, you know, if they want Eric to try Flowers, to get him back. Yes, they could. <laughs> and what's with the, by the way, before we go to the linebackers, what the hell are the Bengals doing? Whoa, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, what mean, do you mean? What? Whoa, what's going on? John Jerry. <laughs> What do you do? They, they got Bobby Hart, John Jerry, and they got everything going on over there. I mean, did they watch the 2016 Giants or what? I don't know, man. I don't know what's. 15, sorry, 15. I don't know what Cincinnati's doing over there, man. I really don't. I was shocked when they gave Hart a three-year deal. So yeah, and then to bring in John Jerry, it's like, oh, are they trading for Eric Flowers next? And wow, I mean, anyway, not our yeah. problem, buddy. Um, Tay, Tay Davis, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank God. Uh, Tay Davis with the starters again. Yes, it's just Jerry. Now that's, me, a, that's a thing, right? Like, whereas before it's the interchange, all oh, pulleys in and out, in and out. Tay Davis has been starting. He's <coughs> he's got the inside track to win that spot. No, I, that's the way I look at it, man. I think it's going to be his job to lose in training camp. I really do. I mean, Goodson did get mixed in with the ones too, but Davis has been there the majority of the time. Excuse me, and I expect him to be with the ones, you know, next month. And it's going to be looks like it's going to be his job to lose. Now, it with, really him, does. with him, do you think it's a, the case of he's more dependable than Goodson, or is it they like his ranginess? I think they like his athleticism more, Jerry. Yeah. I, I really do. You know, um, I mean, so. the, the Giants have really done, I don't know if it's conscious or not, probably not conscious because they signed Shepard, but with all the restraft picks, man, they have really seemed to distance themselves from <laughs> most of them. I mean, even BJ Goodson can't crack the starting lineup now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, it, it, it does seem that way a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> it it's like, we'll take this way. undrafted free agent over the 
fourth round pick from 2000, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of looking that way. We'll get him and say, who, who, who drafted this guy? This was a Reese guy? Okay, you know. So yeah, like Sterling Shepard uh, obviously is okay, and and Ingram they're trying they're very patient with, but outside of that, I'm like trying to think like who else? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I know. So uh, you know, Collins is gone. Odell's gone. <laughs> Eric Flowers. I mean, Flow, yeah, Flowers is gone. You Eli know. Apple. Yeah. And so the, a lot of free uh, agent to survive was Jenkins. Yeah, and and he impressed Sherman last year. With his attitude and the way he comes to work every day, that saved his butt probably. And, <laughs> Sherman and, actually and, took a liking to him. And Red Ellison doesn't count because he played for Shermer in uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, no, no. That's like a Shermer guy. <laughs> I got to look at that after this is over. I see all the guys on the roster, how they were acquired, and how many are like left because I I, I smell a column from you from that Jerry. I think that might be uh, happen. that might mean? be in the next edition of the Giant Insider. That's a great idea for the twelfth dimension. Like, where yeah, have, where have all Reese's pieces gone? Right. Melted to other teams, man. Oh, my God. Well, um, let me ask you this, man. Yeah. You getting excited, man? I mean, training camp is right around the corner now. Yeah, these man. OTAs are a tease. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. When, when you're, I'm reading your tweets again, dude. Great job. I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Constant updates. It was funny. One of my buddies texted me and said, um, Chris has been spectacular with the tweets. But Oh, like, really? What do you think? What? Could do without the back of the head of Daniel Jones. For, he was just joking. <laughs> the picture oh, of Daniel oh, Jones. okay. Oh, you mean the actual <laughs> the, the, the oh, up at the podium? Yeah. <laughs> because cause people are writing, Daniel Jones, he's a new barber. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, you know, you're showing how close you are, right? Like, I, I was like, that's awesome. So, oh, yeah. People seem to like the pressure shots, you know, people up at the podium. So, but no, I mean, the, the tweets are um, it's it's one thing to hear it on Twitter. And then I got buddies texting me saying, yeah, these updates are like crack, you know, it's just what I need. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad, bud. I'm glad, man. Yeah, good. Because uh, you know what? I'm very fortunate, you know, to be there and see it live, um, you know, and people aren't. And uh, unfortunately, you know, and people want to hear what's going on. People, giant fans are the best, man. They want to know what the hell's going on. So I try to I try to give him a little visual uh, you know visualize everything, Jerry. That's happening, you know. And so now, uh, and now you're rescuing Pat Shermer from BS questions, Chris. You made it out to the Oh man! Well, it's so. funny next year well, when you when you start asking Solder, he's going to start looking for Pat Leonard or somebody, being like, where, where, <laughs> "Get Chris out of here!" Asking about slow starts. <laughs> but you know what? Shermer was a great sport about today. Even even like guys. Other guys were having fun with him about it. You know, we were going back and forth a little bit. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. It actually turned out to be pretty funny uh, for something I was asked about 25 different, you know, twists and turns and uh, with the questions and all that. But um, but actually, Sherma actually did laugh about it at the end. Everybody kind of had a laugh, you know, because uh, I guess they weren't getting what they want. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you right. know, so whatever. I'm going to put you on the spot. And I know that Eli's the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it. Which who looked better today, Eli or Jones? The same. Okay, yeah, that's fair. The same. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go the same. And but that's, that's a that's good. For, that's for Ben and Lisa. Yeah, I tell you, Jerry. You know, Jerry. You, you know, you know who looks really good. Who? Alex Tanny. Yeah, you said that last time. He's throwing the ball over the field. Uh, Jerry, I'm telling you, man, this guy's throwing the ball over the lot. You know. <laughs> Um, he he's got a strong, nice little arm and everything, man. But he looks. He's a guy that wants to stay, man. He wants to be one of the three, you know. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Yeah, I was actually talking about this today with Paul Dottino. You know, the longtime Giant, yeah, B guy covers it for the fan and all that. Um, they keep 
Is there any chance they just go with two quarterbacks? Uh, yes. I'm asking your opinion on this. Yes, I do. I think so. Wow, because Tatino said that to me today. He goes, don't be surprised they go with two quarterbacks. But then that they means gotta... they list Dungy as something else because I think he would make the team if they like him his athleticism enough. We'll see. This kid's been on the sideline too, so we'll see what he does in camp. Um, um, yeah, I, I'll be. I was like, nah, they got to go with three, you know. Uh, and he the was third like, it's just an emergency. I think about it. Lawlett didn't even mm-hmm. dress last year for most of the games. He dressed yep. out of everyone asking Shermer when's Lawlett playing, when's Lawlett playing, and yeah. then they finally dressed him. So it just doesn't even seem like Shermer's a big dress three mm-hmm. quarterbacks guy. Because Paul brought up a good point with these defensive backs. Yep. Because you might have to make another, you know, another ro- another uh, a space for on a roster for another defensive back and the wide receivers. He goes, so who who are you taking away from? And and, yep. and, and look, we yep. named it before, right? Wide receivers. You got you got Tate, you got Shepard, you got the other Shepard. You have Coleman, you have Slayton, you have Latimer, you have Fowler, who we all know Eli loves. <laughs> That's seven. I know I'm missing somebody. Um, and then you have the, the running backs you named before, right? You obviously have yeah, Mister. Uh, Touched by the hand of God, <laughs> the, yeah. the starter. Then you have yep. Gallman, you have mm-hmm. um, Perkins, you have Penny, you have Rod Smith picked up. So maybe they keep five yeah. running backs. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I would I would expect four, but who knows? You know, I you know I didn't expect four tight ends last year, and Sherman kept four. Yeah, and and, and right now, what the hell do you list Dungy at? Like so. The, the tight ends, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but what the hell? We're sitting here talking, so we may as well talk about it. You have Ingram, Ellison, Simonson, who they just re-signed. If they mm-hmm. love this kid Conrad enough, they're going to keep him. And then where do you stick Dungy? You know? and, and again, he's yeah. been hurt, but if you keep Dungy, are you going to keep him at quarterback, wide receiver, running yeah. back? What the hell? Yeah. Are you, what do you do? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, i, I got to be honest with you. First, when Dottino when asked me that, I was like, nah, it's got to be three. And then he was like, hey, Chris, don't be so sure. They might go with two because they're going to need a roster move spot for somebody else. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. That's why I was asking your opinion on that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess it is possible to just go with the two, you know? Very interesting, buddy. Um, anything yeah. else, anything well, else uh, jump out at you? No, no, that's about it. I guess, we'll, you know, we'll get into these positions, you know, at, uh, you know, coming out of the OTAs now going to camp. I guess we'll we'll talk about it more, you know? Um, but no, nothing else jumped out, out of me. No, just uh, – no, no. So uh, I think everybody's itching now. I think these guys are itching to go home for a couple of weeks, you know, freshen up the bodies a little bit and get ready to go. Because once the uh, end of July starts, you know, that's it, man. You go to the, uh, you know, the end of December. So that we're going to name our buffoon soon. But before we do that, um, the next podcast will be Friday night um, or, or Friday before your uh, Friday commutes, guys. And that, that seemed to go over well last time uh, since today's Tuesday already. And then, um, you know, next week we have to figure out what we're going to cover. We may, maybe we'll do all-time giants or something. We'll maybe we'll go. So we'll, we could, yeah, we could start talking about each of these positions too. Who might make it? Who might yeah, not? You know, you stuff go. like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make it training camp. This is the deadest part of the season between OTAs and training camp, but it's also kind of exciting because training camp's right around the corner, and then the uh, buffoonery, if you will, begins of just predictions and. Uh, highs and lows all week long based on practices and all that stuff. It should be a blast this year, especially with a podcast. It's almost dangerous to have a podcast now. So, <laughs> Hey, Jerry, any chance we could do a podcast from like the parking lot in training camp this year? Absolutely. And have all the people, uh, you know, come over and say hello and, you know. Yeah, it'd be awesome. 
I mean, how awesome would that be? Can you imagine the the background noise in that? Like, if, yeah. If my dog comes in here, I'm like, oh, we heard the dog barking. I can't imagine doing it at the parking lot uh, <laughs> with buffoons, good buffoons, running up and back. I think the buffoon crew will love that, though, man. Oh my god, they'd love it. So, it's uh, buffoon of the week time. One of my favorite times of the week. And again, I always go first because everybody waits for Chris's. I know my place. No, stop. Good. That being said. This one was pretty easy, and it happened today. I missed, Jerry, I missed this. Go ahead, explain this to me. Yeah, yeah good morning, football. It's a, a great show, and I, I usually <laughs> like it. Uh, okay. I like Pete Schrager, if that's how you say his name. I think that's how right? you say his name. Uh, and yeah. he admitted that when this person said this, oh, he goes, oh, this one's going to go viral. Uh, Nate Burleson made the statement. And Nate okay. was a good receiver, and I like watching him. Um, mm -hmm. I like, uh, you know, he goes up there for the Lions and announces their pick every year, gets all excited. Very good dude. But Nate, a uh, little buffoonery today, buddy. He said, right now, Dwayne Haskins is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Than Eli Manning? Yep. Not even Daniel Jones, Eli yeah, Manning. No, I went right for Manning. I mean, may as well just say Y.A. Tittle and jo Charlie Connolly <laughs> while he's at it. Okay. Um, oh, guy since, hasn't played a snap yet. Yeah. It's just, it's so irresponsible. Oh, but, but beyond that, it's just Eli, for whatever reason, is such a target for everybody mm. and this is what makes me like like last week we laughed because you said gun to your head you know if jones and eli are playing the same who do you want to start i said jones and this is the kind of comment that makes me continue to root for eli like guys on the outside who for whatever reason if they have an axe to grind with them and you hear it on all the radio stations and all the media eli's an easy target and because he doesn't complain about his offensive line or anybody on the team ever mm -hmm. they always put it on him these losing seasons a lot of it is not his fault so to say that mm -hmm. a rookie who hasn't played yet is already better than manning it's so irresponsible i'm sorry nate i like you i like watching you but buddy you're my buffoon of the week for that one no that's a jerry that one got by me i didn't even hear about that man I, when, when you text me that before i was like oh what did nate say you know usually he's pretty responsible right with his with his yeah, comments and, and, and again I, it's ridiculous. a dead part of the season i, I don't know man oh man ratings. that is maybe he needs ratings i don't know that is i mean how could you even say that man come on man yep. you know I, I can't understand if you want to say that i get you know against you know he's better than jones all right but he oh my god that is that is a well-deserved buffoon of the week but hey bud listen michael k show Oh, I know where you're going. Saw it. You saw it? Love it. You there? Yes, yes. I, I thought did. I lost you. You no. saw it? Yes. I mean, Don LaGreca. Is this what you're talking about? Yes. And that guy, Rosenberg? Yeah, Peter Rosenberg. Acting like two five-year-olds <laughs> arguing back and forth <laughs> on the radio while your boy, Kay... He's not my boy. <laughs> Oh, is that your boy? Oh, okay. Well, Michael, while Michael, K, I figured Yankee thing. That was your boy. So, well, could you explain to me what the heck that was about? Oh, you don't know how to argue. Don't tell me. Don't yell at me. Don't, I, I know. How to don't ever tell me. I mean, this is on the radio. Yeah. And they're acting like two infants. Yeah. What is going on? And you're all the while, Cage is sitting there like, not even like, all right, guys, all right, come on, we'll, we'll talk about something else. Yeah, it's here. almost like he gave up. You're like, like, Mike, it's your show. Are you going to let this continue? LaGreca, who I like, Don LaGreca, I do. The other guy I don't even know. I mean, I just heard of him. I mean, going back and forth, 
It was so embarrassing. Is that what radio is in the afternoon now? Yes. It's so embarrassing. I- I'm sorry. By the way, they beat out. Can I say who they beat out for yeah. Buffalo in the week? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say. I don't want to get you know upset you because it's your team, but they did beat out the Yankees for once again allowing people to park, get ready for a ball game that they knew they were going to cancel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to get on the Yankees too much. That's all right. But they have a habit of doing this to their fans. <laughs> they don't care. But, but forget it. Yeah, but forget about that. I mean, the LaGreca yeah. and the other guy. I'm sorry. You two are buffoons of the week. That was an embarrassment. The thing man. about Rosenberg, I think he did the 30 for 30 on the on Duke. I still hate Christian Leitner, which was pretty good. Right. But or at least he commented on I thought he'd put that together. I'm not sure. But it was pretty okay. good. But he's a he's like a big Redskins fan. And and again, dude. Yeah. And again, what shows he on? What city? What station? Like, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like everybody looks at me like I'm nuts. And and a lot of times you're you're it's a valid, you know, thinking, valid thought, valid comment. I, a little crazy. But No, not when it comes to that, Jerry. No. But like, yeah, but like why is why is a diehard Redskins fan on my afternoon drive? Like, come on. Jerry, let's get. Why don't we get together and put a Dallas Eagle and a Redskins fan together and have a radio station in New York? This, and that's the only city this happens in is New York. Jerry, did you ever listen to WEEI up in Boston? No, but I imagine they're all Boston. Jerry, fans. trust me, there is nobody that's a fan of another team yeah, on that radio station. And, and, uh, dude, WIP, the enemy in right. Philly. All right. they they all talk Eagles and Phillies and Flyers, and that's it. And if you call up liking another team, they get all over you. And that's how it should be. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But in New York, oh, it's a very welcoming city. We light up the Empire State Building for the Eagles, for the Patriots. It doesn't matter. That front-running scumbag of a building. Oh, God. Oh, folks. That, oh, oh. Yeah. You ever want to get Jerry Wild up, just talk about that stuff. Yeah. It's but, so- Jerry, it is true. You go to another city, man. You just don't. There's nobody that's on the radio that's like fans of other teams. Right, and, I, and I know that New York is like the culmination of where you want to be as a broadcaster, so that's probably a lot of it. But, right. But there's New York fans, for the most part, in New York. So what the hell is with all these radio personalities who like different teams? And like, like, even, even like even the diehard Mets fans on, on FAN, right? Ed Coleman is a Patriots fan. It's like, oh, of course he is. Why would he be Mets Jets or Mets Giants? Nah, he's Mets Patriots. Anyway. I didn't even know that, Jerry. He's oh a yeah, dude! Man? I know all the rooting interests. I could go on and on about this. this well, is you a, just this is an epidemic, you, buddy. You just you just educated me twice. I did not know that Rosenberg guy was a Redskin guy, and I did not know Ed Coleman was a Patriot guy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, wow. I can I can probably go through all of them and let you know, but it's uh, I just I got to be honest with you, Jerry. It doesn't bother me. You know, guys root for other teams. That really doesn't bother me. I know it bothers you. It doesn't bother. Me. But on a sports radio show right. in New York, that, that is kind of annoying. And you know what, Chris, that really is. You know what, Chris? That's why it's magnified for me. Because when a Dallas fan calls up WFAN, they're treated like royalty or like any other fan. Like like I said, you just said it. In Boston, try being a Yankee fan and calling up to that station and talking about the Red yeah. Sox. They'd laugh at you. But in, or, uh, or, or try being a Yankee fan that's on the radio. It would never happen. Right. So all that rooting from outside drives me crazy because of all mm-hmm. the radio, like our radio stations. So okay with it. Even Jastrzemski, JJ, the guy who wants to be the next Francesa Yankees dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's a dolphin. <laughs> right. And why Marino? I like Marino too. I like John Stockton, but I'm not a Utah jazz fan. <laughs> uh, 
I could go on and on anyway, buddy. Anything else? This was an awesome rant at the end here. <laughs> Boy, you went on a nice rant at the end. <laughs> I have to change the title to our... Uh, it's easy to get you wild up, man. That's not hard. It's not hard at all. Um, uh, no, that's it, man. Um, that's it. No, no, no. Good, good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, guys. We'll drop the next one, like I said, before the commute Friday night. Uh, if you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, rather, rather go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Or download the app, the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Uh, as always, everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for the ratings and the follows and everything. It's awesome. You guys are the best. And remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.